Mike, let him have it. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me like the fella once. Hello and welcome everybody to episode 16 of the Bocce Bros podcast. This is Dante Level. I am joined here by my fellow Bocce brothers Anthony Cugini and Chris Level and a happy 1 year anniversary to the Bocce Bros. We have a very special episode today and guest Mike Chapulo. Mike Chapulo from the Little Italy Cleveland area is well known in the bocce community and today we will be discussing the John Anthony Chapulo tournament which is in memory of his brother that has been successfully going on for close to 30 years now. We'll also be discussing the high stakes tournament that's coming up this Saturday. You will not want to miss that. We'll also be touching upon some of the best teams, at least who we think are in the area, and as well as t- uh, discussing his time growing up at the Alta House in Little Italy. As always, please follow us on all social media platforms at the Bocce Bros. And for any apparel needs or bocce tournament info, check us out at thebocchebros.com. Thank you for listening. This is episode 16 with Mike Chapulo. Welcome, Mike Chapulo. But I did have a question because for those of you who know about the high stakes this weekend, this Saturday, you guys did the draw yesterday, I believe. Looked like you had a nice little crowd there. Um, I didn't even know you guys were doing a live till last minute, but uh, how was the crowd yesterday? Well, there's there's league night on Monday, and, you know, we just wanted witnesses. Yeah. So I felt, you know, felt like it was a good time to do it. I had a, so. no idea you guys had league nights there. I guess that's stupid of me to just think you guys just have tournaments every now and then at, at Jerry's house. But uh, you guys have what? how many teams in that league? In that league, we have 12 teams on Monday, and then we have a co-ed on Wednesday that's uh, eight teams. Oh, that's pretty nice. So Yeah, we have a good time. Yeah, definitely. So if you're just listening and, and tuning in here, uh, basically, Jerry Sr. What's Jerry's last name, Mike? I always forget it. Flesher. Jerry Flesher. Okay. So his property, it's in Cleveland. And what town is that in, Mike? Chesterland. Chesterland, that's right. So it's, I don't know how many acres he has, but it's a beautiful property. When we talk about, you know, people that have their own home courts, I mean, his is the mecca that I've seen. <laughs> his legit home yeah, court. <laughs> right, right. And there's two beautiful courts there with digital uh, scoreboards. So uh, while we have Mike on, we're obviously going to talk about one of the best tournaments around, especially in Northeast Ohio. It's definitely probably one of the favorites that I've been to this year is the John Anthony Chapulo Tournament. Now, Mike, I know we touched on it at the Abruzzi Club, but uh, after going back and listening to the audio, I figured a lot of that stuff we'll touch on during this conversation. Um, so we'll, we'll wait to post those clips then. But basically, the tournament that Mike throws each year in remembrance of his brother uh, last year couldn't really move forward at the Alta House in Little Italy, Cleveland. Um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but Jerry stepped up and said you could have the tournament at his house, correct? That is correct. Yeah, you know, with COVID going on, um, you know, Cleveland was a hot spot. Cuyahoga County was kind of a hot spot. And, you know, being on the street right there, we just felt it was better, you know, because there was different levels. And where Jerry's at, Geauga County, which had a different level of, you know, um, you didn't have to wear a mask at the time. So we decided to go, go there and play the tournament. Right. And he has such, you know, it's such a large property behind the courts. And we'll make sure to show pictures as long as Jerry's comfortable with it. Um, 
but but you know there's there was enough space for each team if they wanted to to set up their own tent you know bring their own coolers uh if people wanted to social distance or wear a mask obviously that was cool uh but but just uh, as we opened up with the high stakes tournament that's where it's going to be at this year and i'm sure we'll touch on that here in a little bit but uh it's definitely a great facility and we'll make sure to, to share it here soon um but mike so you grew up in little italy is that correct Yep, that's correct. Awesome. I So my time in Little Italy has been minimal, and I'm kind of upset with myself because I think it's one of my favorite places, especially in Ohio. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, you know, growing up there and what it was like and kind of the atmosphere and culture in, in Little Italy? Yeah, sure. So growing up, you know, I was, I was born in 70, so, you know, 51 years old, you know, in the 70s and 80s and, you know, in the mid 90s, you know, all the way through the mid 90s, even maybe a little bit in the early 2000s. I mean, everybody knew everybody in every house, you know, mm-hmm. like that neighbor was so um, family oriented. I mean, every I mean, I, I'm not exaggerating. Your doors open. I mean, you guys hear the stories. We and our grandparents used to leave the doors open. Well, it's true down there. It was just, you know, it was, you know, it was mostly Italian and everybody knew everybody. If you were a stranger walking through, everybody knew you were a stranger. Just the closeness and togetherness was, you know, a large part of growing up down there. You know, we, you know, it was, it was really a nice place to grow up. Um, yeah. I mean, it was just, it was a, a I can't even stress enough. You know, my mother still lives down there. She's been down there her whole life. She's 75 years old. Uh, it's just a special place. A lot of special people came from there. Um, just the, just the family mm. feel is, is, you know, you know, is what the neighborhood was, you know, everybody uh, trusted each other, you know, I mean, it's just a good place to grow up. Now was there, was there botry the whole time there, Mike, or kind of how did that, transpire in little italy all right so the alta house uh where you see it today you know that wasn't really the whole alta house there was a a building that was on the bocce court so the bocce courts did not exist um in the in the mid 80s the front of the alta house burnt down and then they resurrected some bocce courts nice and so it's been going on since like the you know early 80s mid 80s that's when bocce really resurrected. I mean, there was a court here and there in people's backyards, but nothing like, you know, the Althaus is where it kind of uh, started. Right. Now, what is the boxing affiliation with it? Was it a... Well... Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the boxing affiliation is the room you guys see that still remains that was just remodeled. Mm-hmm. That was that was actually a boxing ring, and a lot of people trained there. I mean, there was a lot of. I mean, Rocky Marciano was in that room. Oh wow! And trained, and, you know he he worked out in there. There were several Golden Glove fighters, pro fighters that, you know, there was a lot of people from the neighborhood that were Golden Glove champs, and just a lot of history in that room. So we decided to go with the name just to honor them, of. And we've been doing it a little bit more here and there. So that's the story behind the boxing. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I was wondering that because I remember uh, we, when we talked with Frank, he, he was part of that boxing area. Or he grew up around that little Italy, right? 
The Frank. Yeah, like Rocky Pinzone, for example. You guys know Rocky, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was a, he was a Golden Glove heavyweight champ in his day. Oh wow. wow. How about you? Know, you you have any, do you have any boxing in you, Mike? <laughs> yeah. No. No. No boxing in me. <laughs> Not with gloves. Not with gloves. Uh, there you go. <laughs> So, so once the bocce courts were resurrected in the 80s, is that kind of when you started, or how, how did your kind of bocce career start? No, my bocce career really started in uh, the early 2000s. I mean, I was, uh, I remember telling you guys in Columbus, I was like the youth program coordinator at the Altos, like 98 started, and all the kids were hanging out at the Altos. We had a recreation center. But just a little history on the Alta House, you know, it was, uh, it was a, uh, it was donated by John D. Rockefeller back in 1895 and named after his granddaughter, Alta Prentice Rockefeller. And, you know, people that came from Italy went there and learned how to do crafts and learn how to speak English. And it was always a rec center. Like the kids came there and learned different skills. And, you know, up into my era, you know, we had a drop-in center where the kids would come in and play like, you know, little Croche would come in there. I mean, he's 19 years younger than me. So, you know, I was the youth coordinator. We would try to get these kids in there. We'd play pool and ping pong and just get them off the street. Just keep them out of trouble, mm-hmm. you know, because back then, I mean, you know, they weren't cutting grass. You know, there's no grass down there. So we try to keep them occupied with things to do. Mm-hmm. And we started playing bocce. I mean, we're talking the first tournament down there for, you know, my brother's honor was 2002 or excuse me, 2003 was the very first one. Is that the basketball Um, tournament before it turned bocce or the bocce tournament? That was the, the Sapulo bocce tournament. The first one, 2003. Um, so, you know, that was when we started getting into it early two thousands is when we started getting into me specifically, Mm -hmm. you know, so, so how, how, I mean, I've only been there once, right? Minus Jerry. So I was there for Jerry's house and then last year. And How have you been able to consistently run, you know, such a great event? You know, what's, what do you think is the success behind that? It's because of that neighborhood and all the, all the good friends I have and all the good support I have from outside the neighborhood. Like, for example, the Cugini family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, it's just one prime example. Um, you know, again, we started in 92 two-on-two basketball all the people all the all the you know the businesses all the merchants down in literally supported they donated money we had a cookout we raised money we gave it to the church then we got too old to play we moved up to the alto started playing bocce the there's been merchants giving for 30 years down there that's phenomenal certain merchants at 30 years you know and it's that's unbelievable and then it kind of spread out into the Heights. You know, we were, you know, even though I'm in a suburb in Mayfield Heights, there's business up there. We all know each other. Right. You know, we're not, you know, three hours away. We're all within, you know, a half hour away and they all support. I mean, it, it's got a lot of history. A lot of people moved out. Those people support. And again, you know, I remember like the first out of town team was like, let's call it Ashtabula. And it was like, we were like, wow, I mean, Ashtabula, you know, they're in the tournament. And then I would say that, you know, Cugini and his family were the next ones. And it was like amazing to have people come from, you know, different areas and support. And that, that's how it became. I mean, it's just, 
and I've always tried to keep it, you know, it's not just me, it's Dennis, it's all the people helping, mm-hmm. uh, Dennis Sternod. I mean, we try to keep that party atmosphere, you know, it's, it's family, you know, right. like kind of what you guys did in Columbus, same theme. You know, we want people to have a good time. You know, if you want to win money, you can, but really it's about, you know, not drilling people on food and drinks. You know, yeah. we want to do that. We just want to, we want people generally to have a good time and leave saying, man, I had a good time. That was awesome. You know, and that's what, that's every year. That's our goal. Well, you, you definitely, know, so. definitely have achieved that just by seeing the support that you've gotten over the years. I mean, it's, I can't wait. I can't wait to go back next year. So I, I need to touch up on now. I know you guys played basketball back then. You, you said you stopped for the tournament purposes. But on the social medias, I saw some people like Dennis playing. I think I saw Croach play maybe a year ago. Were you playing too about a year ago or so? Yeah, I was, I was playing, yeah. All right, I saw Dennis looks. They can't. They can't stop my three. They can't stop my three. Still crazy. What? White chocolate, huh? Chipolo curry. That's right. Now I have to. I have to say, uh, if you see Dennis, or we'll see him this weekend, he he needs to stick to bocce. (laughs) The video I saw. He's got a crazy release. Crazy release. Crazy. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I I would say, you know, Mike, I think you were the first tournament that I found. It was weird. There was some bocce website. I, I won't forget this. And I, I looked for it, and your tournament came up. It was 2008, I think, was the first time we came down. We haven't missed a year since. Um, it's probably the best well-run, well-worth tournament that's out there. And it's it's something I never want to miss as long as I can live. That was just, yeah, it's just an amazing time. That's appreciated because, like, when you're running them, and as you well know, I mean, you just ran one. You don't really feel like that when you're running it. Mm-hmm. It just feels like, you know, especially down there when it rains. I mean, that's the worst thing that can happen. You want to just, like, dig a hole and jump in it. <laughs> but, I mean, even when that happens, like, everybody comes together. How many times is your family, when we didn't have, the when we didn't have, the, like, the drainage down pat yet, like, we had the whole Fujini family out there helping us, like, get it ready. And we did, you know, and, that, you know. You can't forget. You would never forget that stuff either. So all forty-three it, it of them. Just, yeah, all forty-two. The grandma, the <laughs> yeah, we a lot of people up there. <laughs> but I mean, I will oh, say though. Team. I mean, Mike, we brought a team up this year. I think you saw the other Columbus Time Club team. I mean, they're already talking about the other people that they want to bring another team up. So I mean, it's just it's so nice to see the 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 connections being made and and just you know kudos to you for the hard work to where you got it to and i hope it continues to grow because it's such a great event and in memory of your brother right that's where that's really what it's for yep it's in memory of my brother that's correct 100 percent. so going off tournaments mike i wanted to ask you what are what are some of your other favorite tournaments out there um a couple of my favorites i mean i like going to jerry's you know, because it's just like you guys stated earlier in the, in the podcast, it's, it's a nice facility. I mean, it's, it's not far away. I mean, that matters, but everything's so nice. Mm. Um, so anytime he has a tournament, I like, I like it there. I mean, you, you gotta love Wycliffe. I mean, it's the, it's the granddaddy of them all. They do a great job. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of teams there, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I mean, there, I, I mean, I like them all. They're, you know, they're all different. That's what makes them nice. Right. Everybody does something different. I try to learn off, like I try to learn 
from tournaments. Like I went to the tournament, you guys, I noticed you took pictures of every team. You know, we've tried that down the neighborhood and, you know, we just got to do it before people start drinking. Yeah, but that's the trick. It's just like you, you, you learn, you know what I mean? It's, I like that. I like going places and, you know, I don't really have a favorite, you know, besides mine. Um, but I like, I do enjoy them all. Right. You know, they, they, I mean, I love supporting them. Um, it just depends, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I can't say that I've been to a tournament and have walked away saying, "Ugh, that was poorly ran or, or, you know, I didn't enjoy it. And a lot of it is because one, these people that throw these tournaments either have history or experience in doing it, right? It's not their first time minus us, <laughs> uh, that, that started last year. Uh, but two, the community in general, and I know you touched on it uh, in Little Italy, the community there, um, and then we, we touched on it uh, in regards to your tournament and how, uh, you know, people just continue to support it. But I just feel like no matter where a tournament's at, people show up, and it's it's good to see the same old faces we've seen from the month before. And And most of them, you know, the drinks are flowing, everyone's having a good time, and there's good competition. And you can't beat that. Right. And there's, you know, many friendships made, you know, if you look at it, there's a ton of friendships made, you know, during these tournaments and during these bocce get togethers. I mean, there's something to be said about that. Yeah, definitely. All right. So I know we touched on it, but I didn't want to release it. Cause I wanted, I wanted to touch on it again. <laughs> the, uh, IMBS called out, ABV at the MVR tournament, the Carmstrong tournament. What were your thoughts on that? And, you know, go into detail as to why you think ABV is the best team out there. Right. I mean, personally, I think, you know, Eric was kidding. I mean, I don't think he's serious. I mean, he can't be. <laughs> um, and it's nothing against them. I mean, listen, you know, at MVR, they obviously play good. I think they won a two or three out there, you know. Um, the fact of the matter is ABV wasn't there. And, you know, they're, in my opinion, I mean, it's hard to argue. I mean, I would think that they're right now the best team around. I mean, that doesn't mean that they can't be beat. That doesn't mean that they're going to win every tournament. Mm -hmm. But they're always there, you know, and they didn't play in the MVR. And I didn't see IMBS win any tournament but MVR, unless I'm wrong. I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't remember hearing anything. Mm -hmm. Unless they, you know, unless they played in an eight-man tournament in someone's backyard. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but I, you know, you know, listen, you know, it's, it's, those guys are good. I mean, they're, they get down in a game. They don't panic. And I'm friends with them, but they're, you know, I'm also compete against them. So. Right. You know, it's not like I don't want to beat them, but mm. the fact of the matter is they're all good. You know, it's not about Anthony. It's not about Dennis. You know, Avenny's really good. Uh, Frabata's really good. I mean, these guys, like, they together, their chemistry, I mean, if they stay together and keep doing this, they're going to win a lot of tournaments. I mean, it, it's, it's just my feeling on it. You know, yeah, I want, I want, Eric I want and those guys, I mean, go ahead. I want to ask you a little deeper, like what's, what's a key to their success that you've seen? Like what, what makes them so good together? Cause I've seen a lot of teams play and I've seen a lot of team chemistry, but something about them and I can't put my finger on it. Like, what would you put your finger on with them? 
I think, well, I mean, you got two really good hitters, right? Mm -hmm. You have, you have Dominic Avani, who's a really good pointer, a clutch pointer, I would call him. And you have Mikey Frabata, who's a good hitter, but I mean, good pointer, but here's the thing is a, they don't panic ever. They could be down. They don't panic. They're really poised. And the way they call a game, they'll take risks. The way they call a game is key. And I think a lot of that has to do with Anthony Croach and Frabada. I think those two talk it out. And, you know, 90% of the time they come up with the right decision and they just execute, execution. You right. know what I mean? They're not worried about it. They have a nice you know, and, uh, yin and yang, like what you just said, Croach and Frabada. I feel like they, they have a good uh, chemistry together when making that decision. Absolutely. I feel the same way. I mean, I played with all of those guys and, you know, anytime you play with those guys, like if one of you, if one of us plays with three of them, pretty much any combination, you got a good chance to win. Right. It's just, they're good. They're, I mean, they're that good. Um, you know, again, everybody has their down game or down tournament. It's not going to be every tournament, but consistently, Winning, it's them. It's just, you know, just like going into the high stakes. In my personal opinion, yeah, they could be beat. They might get beat, but, you know, last year they lost early and they were finished second. You know, it's within, with you know, within a couple points. So mm. and that's my feeling on that. I mean, IMBS, not saying they're a bad team, not saying they're bad guys, but you can't talk if you win one tournament at MVR and they're not even there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> now, is IMBS in the high stakes this weekend? No. No, they're not. I don't know if no, I don't know if pieces or parts of them are in, in the tournament, but I don't believe that team is in okay. the tournament. Yeah, the team is uh, I know Paisano uh is coming. Oh, is he? Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What no, team's he on? Do you know? Uh, I think he is he with a is there a Dante? Should, should oh, yeah. He's with me at concessions, the first game I got. Okay, gotcha. So he's on that team. Um, Chipula, what about what about Tron? Because they're, I don't want to say they're up with ABV, but they're they're typically in the running also. What, what's your thought on kind of that, that team with Johnny and Capri? Are we talking, yeah, are we talking Tron Pepe? Tron Pepe. Yeah, Tron Pepe. Even, even Tim, I mean, even when, when, when Tim Trapepe plays, he's, he's always in it too. I mean, I feel like there's some, you know what I've noticed? I've gone to a lot of tournaments this year. And there's about three to five teams that are always there, you know, always in the end. And I'm, and I'm yeah. just curious on your thoughts, just like outside ABV, where do you, where do you kind of rank people? Yeah, I mean, listen, Tron's good. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Tron because they're, I think they're going to, I mean, I think, I'm pretty sure for this tournament, they're, uh, Dante came out of retirement, Delizio. Yeah, Dante Delizio. I was texting him earlier today, um, but yeah, he's he's coming. He wanted a hype video for uh, the Tron Pepe uh, CCBI game. <laughs> I said Tron. Right. Who? So I mean, the the last time I checked, and you know, again, and I'm, I'm not trying to put people down here, but the last time I checked, I don't know when the last time that guy played in a tournament. And I know he's a good player, but you would think there might be rust, or there might not be, but. You know, they have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. you know, someone got dumped for that tournament off trying. I don't know who it was. So you got Gianni, you got Capagreco, 
you got Dante and now you and you got Tim. So I think they lost the father. Mm-hmm. They, you know, the father is not playing, obviously. That Mr. Capagreco. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's you're right. That's a great team. If they jaw with, with Dante coming back, they're always, you know, they're gonna be a good team in it. I mean, you got Capagreco's a really good hitter. He's probably one of the best hitters around. I mean, that little that yep. kid goes, you know, I like his I like him. He gets pumped up too. Yeah. That's what makes him good. Yep, I agree. Um, you know what I mean? He he gets into it and you know shows a lot of heart. Uh, it'll be interesting. But Tron's up there. I mean, you know the Melarano's been quiet for a while. You know I don't. I wouldn't say they're done. You know you still got Pete. You know if they could put something together. Um, I, I would never count the Melarano's out. Never. But they're we'll so see. Good. I'm looking forward to this. This high stakes. I don't think like there's a lot of hype around. I've been texting with, you know, Dante and I've been, you know, Stu is pretty pumped to meet up. So I'm uh, interested. What other, you know, in this high stakes matchup this weekend, is there any other who's who's on your team? I want to I don't even know who's on your team. Yeah, when I find out, I'll let you know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, it's me, Jerry, Posk and uh, Rick Lee. Okay. So my my son was supposed to play, and then we picked up someone else, and then my son um, said, no, I'm playing, and then he's going on a 10K run instead. So we bounced around a a little bit. So, um, hey, we'll give it a shot. What are you going to do? Yeah, so uh, real quick before, you know, change, I need this. I got a text earlier today in the high stakes, you know, uh, text chain here. The um, here are the current ranking rankings ba- based on limited information. So ABV, no surprise. But CPF, Rochester, Federico. yeah, CPF Federico, who's been at the top, he's I feel like always there as well. CPF, they're the defending champs. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yes, sir. Mhm, mhm. You know, minus you know, God rest his soul, minus Mike Contora. I mean. Yeah. I, I, he passed away like a week after that tournament last year. Yeah, that was um, that was crazy. So I mean, you know, that's that's, you know, that team. You know, you got to put them up there since they're defending champs. I don't really know who's on Rochester. I know Felice is. I mean, I'm assuming if you're coming from Rochester, you have a decent team. Um, you know, we're trying to hype it up a little bit. The rankings could be a little off, obviously. Oh, yeah, no, that's um, all fun. You said limited information. You gave them a, you know. You that's know, what I said, right? Yep. Limited information. You covered, but, you, yeah. know, you know, Dante got fired up on there. He was joking around. I'm sure he has a good team. Um, you know, Frank Rossi and those guys got a good team. It's, you know, him, uh, Jimmy DeFranco, uh, Doug Carter, and they picked up uh, that Popic from – Youngstown. Oh, that's a that's a good team. Oh, Pope, nice. You know, so he got he got booted off with of, uh, Tron. So that's because he came down with Columbus on Tron. He was just filling in, I think, that Correct. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, who knows? Who knows who's gonna gel? You can guarantee upsets. I mean, you're gonna always get that. I mean, it's gonna be interesting. I mean, I'm looking forward to it too. I'm looking. It's gonna be you know, it's, I can't wait. What are the details it, on this clam bake? <laughs> So, you know, you guys know, I mean, it's, it's, so we put in $200 extra a team, which is amounts to $50 a guy. And with the $50, it's an open bar. I'm talking anything you want to drink, anything you can drink, unlimited. 
And then for the clam bake, you're going to, you know, you're going to have your classic clams, obviously some chowder, steak or chicken, um, corn, also doing two lambs. No. Croatian. Mike, I don't know if I agree with this $50 extra person. What, what do I do? Where do I need to follow up and claim that? <laughs> right. Anthony's right. Exactly. <laughs> so the Croatians have been a nice addition to the tournaments. I know they were out in Columbus, mm-hmm. you know, so they're fun. Uh, they're doing, yeah, they're, they are. So they're doing two lambs and, you know, again, we're looking forward to all of it because, you know, a ton of desserts we have, it's going to be interesting. You know, uh, what's going to be really interesting is, you know, the games are at a 14 points, you know, we have 17 teams. We just got to keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Especially with the food. I don't know. You know, we got to make sure there's always someone playing. I think that's going to be key. Right. Well, if you guys, obviously we're going to be there. So if you need any help, just yell at us and we'll come do whatever. I'm always in Mike's ear. Mike court, court one's open. Come on, let's go. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. So you mentioned your son absolutely. earlier and it's been, it's been nice to, to get to know him and, and to see, you know, a father, son, especially at our tournament, you guys played together. Um, did, did he start at an early age? Because we're we, point of my question oh, is yeah. we're trying to grow this sport. Um, our buddy Carmen Marinucci, he's our fourth bocce bro. He's out in Youngstown. He's, he's started this 40 and under tournament. You have to have at least one girl on the team, and it's, it's a more casual social tournament to try and get people that have never played before to, to get on the courts, and it's always a good time. We did one here in Columbus, and it was really successful. Uh, but I saw saw you know you playing with him, and I always, I, I you know I'm a family man that's like special to me. Uh, so you, I'm sure you started him at an early age, right? Yeah, yeah. Little Mike's been playing down at the Alta House. He started off, you know, uh, I've been involved there. I'm president of the board at the Alta House. I've worked there, president of the board, and every t- you know every time I've gone down there, ever since Mike was a little kid, he, you know he's been playing with the bocce balls in the courts, and then. He started playing in the tournaments with his friends and he's, you know, he continues um, every, you know, every so often him and Croce will go, he'll, you know, he'll call Anthony, he'll call him or he'll call Anthony and they'll go down and they'll play one-on-one. So I know Anthony's been teaching him a lot Yep. and, you know, it, it is a joy. I mean, I was, you know, I had joy in my heart when Anthony, you know, said, let's get your son for Columbus, you know? Yeah. And we had a great yeah. time. We, oh man, we had the best time and, you know, Mike, Mike loves the game. He's getting his friends involved and, you know, Mike's getting groomed to take over that tournament one day. So him and Dennis could take care of things in the near future. But yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike loves the game. That's great. I love that. When it comes to growing the sport, right? What do you think, if anything, and I'm not putting you on the spot, how, how do we, how do we continue to pass this down to other generations? But, you know, there's only so many Italians out there, right? Um, so whether you're Italian or not, you know, how, how do you think we can continue to, to grow this? Because it's, it's getting popular, in my opinion. I know we have our community, but especially in pockets of Youngstown where there's several bocce courts there, I'm sure Cleveland's the same way. Um, you know, having access is big, but, you know, is there anything that you can think of uh, to, to help grow the sport? I mean, I just think if if you're providing a good atmosphere, you know, like take the, you know, the outhouse, you know, obviously I'm going to keep bringing up the outhouse cause that's what I do, but right. you know, over four days of league nights in the summer, you have 54 teams and you know, they're not, these teams aren't, you know, they're, they're not 
like super competitive. They're there, they're there drinking their wine, having a good time, summer nights. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, it's grown. I mean, 54 teams. I mean, I remember when there was, you know, 18 teams over three nights. Now it's 54 over four. And like I said, it's, it's not about the competition. It's about going out there with your friends, talking, drinking, you're playing the game. You're trying to win. You know what I mean? But it's not about cutthroat. You know, I want to win money. It's about just being together, you know, doing something together. And, you know, and the beauty of it is anybody could play, you know, you could be older, you could be younger, you know, you, you, you maybe you don't walk so good. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it, you know, it works. It works, you know. But do we got to keep pushing the envelope. You know, we, you know, that's what we got to do. So, Mike, I'm curious because I, 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 you know, our, our Thursday night league at the place you came down at Columbus, which I, I, I think you like the facility, right? Kind of hidden in the back, right? Night, yeah, nice absolutely. Yeah. We had 30, yeah. we have about 30 to 35 teams um, that play on Thursday nights, right? When I asked to play in a tournament, we only got one or two. It feels like Bocha is somewhat taking more of a social turn in some aspects versus a competitive turn. Like, how do how how are you or how do you think we could balance that or like what's your thoughts there? Because I mean, fifty four teams is a lot, but I feel like I you typically see the same teams there. Are you getting new people? Do you feel like people want to play competitive, or is it more just that social come throw ball? Drink social. Social. It's cool. the same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing at the outdoors. So, you know, out of those fifty four teams. You might have got seven or eight that played in the tournament. Yeah. And and I think it's just because they know that the competition level is way higher and they just don't want to, you know, you do have some people that will support. They don't care one way or yeah. another, you know, yeah. but those, yeah. those are the seven for the most part. Yeah. And, you know, they just you're right. They just want to come and have drinks. They don't they don't want to come and get bounced and pay money and, you know, basically get embarrassed. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just different, you know, tournaments, same, same, basically the same faces, different places. Right. I mean, basically. Yeah. And that's what the Bocce Bros is trying to do. We're trying to balance, I think a little bit of that. Right. I mean, like we like to show up to the competitive events, but we, we also want to figure out how to grow the game to the people that want to continue to play social. Um, so it, it's a balance there, you know, on, on what, what events and activities we try to do. Hey Mike, do you think, so, like I mentioned earlier, we, we did the 40 and under thing, which in Columbus, we don't even need, it doesn't even need to be 40 and under because it, obviously the crowd in Youngstown is much larger in regards to just the bocce community, so they can do that. Down here, maybe not. Do you think maybe at some point in the future we could team up with you guys and throw that kind of event at the Alta House, because one of our targets was Cleveland, and we've been just trying to figure out like a facility that we could do it at, where it's just a more social gathering. Obviously, any proceeds or anything like that, you know, it's, I'm fine. We're fine with it going to the Alta House, but we just, you know, want to get our name out there. I didn't know if, if you'd be interested in that, possibly down the road. It doesn't need to be next year, but. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. I would love doing that. Yeah, even collaborations. T- what's, yeah. what it's all about. I mean, in my opinion, you know. Right, right. Yeah, we'll have to talk to some, you know, you, obviously, Dennis, maybe your son, see what teams we can get in. I'm sure there's a big crowd there that would be interested, if, especially if they know, you know, Tron's not coming up or ABV's not playing together or something like that. But No, absolutely. I mean, I think that's a great idea. Um, 
I think it would definitely work too. Yeah, especially in I like trying new things. I mean, you know, listen, like for example, you know, the high stakes tournament, you know, that was that was conceived, you know, Jerry Jr. Flesher, he's the one that came up with the the idea of the high stakes. Mm-hmm. He actually wanted to he actually wanted to do one payout, you know, for all the marbles. And I said, man, I don't know if he'll be going nuts. <laughs> so, you know, we got, we convinced him to do three. But my point is that, I mean, I like trying stuff and I like, you know, I, I feel like I'll follow through with it. You know what I mean? We'll see what happens. Right. Try to make it happen. You know what I mean? And, you know, obviously there's a lot of people around that support that and are in the background helping and you do it, you know. But, yeah, I would love to do that with you guys. You got a lot of type A Italians. A lot of people always jump in and <laughs> want to be competitive. Um, so speaking of competitive, uh, I know we've touched upon this, but the one-on-one kind of, you know, what's your thoughts on a global one-on-one? Where, where, where are you at with that in your head? I mean, I for, see, me personally, I like the idea, but for me personally, I would I would hate to play. I got no shot at winning because I can't hit. <laughs> Yeah, it's you know what I mean. So it's yeah, like yeah. if I play someone that knows how to hit, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to say anybody can point, but I mean, pretty much. Um, so that's where I'm at with it. But you know, I, I'd be much more interested in too. At least I can find a hitter. You know, help <laughs> yeah. me out, you know? <laughs> Good point. Good point. Two on two would be interesting. Yeah, two on two would be would be interesting. You guys were in the two. I played in a couple of those. Mm-hmm. I like those. Yeah. Yeah, we we did one at St. Anthony's last uh, last year. Anthony and I we we did pretty well in it, and it was it was a good time. But it, it does that's a good point that you made. I didn't even think of that. So here at the Italian at our Columbus Italian Club, Mike, we we did a one on one tournament. We had forty four guys um, participate in it, which kind of shocked me because especially down here, you know, me, Anthony, Dante, uh, our buddy John Panico, and a few others are, are you know we could shoot and hit, which Hitting is is a learning curve for a lot of guys down here. Uh, we're actually going to put on a little school event, if you want to call that, a little clinic of how to shoot the ball uh, for some of these guys. So a lot of them are learning, but uh, for them to all participate, you know, it was I thought it was done very well. And we started thinking, you know, maybe it could work in Cleveland and, and Youngstown, especially uh, with how many courts there are up there. Uh, and we can get some kind of tournament. Obviously, we'd have to be pretty organized with it because it's you know you only have so many courts. But um, yeah, I mean it would it would work because they did it at the NEO a few years back. Mm. You know, I played. I almost beat that Croach man. I, I had his ass. <laughs> but, um, so I mean, yeah, it would definitely work. You know, and I would definitely play too. I mean, it's just yeah, just you want to catch me. You give me a beating out there. No, <laughs> we saw you roll against us. You're uh, you you can carry yourself. That's what that's for sure. Yeah, I, I will say when you made your comment about Croche, but playing with them for the first time in Ashtabula with you guys was was super fun, and he definitely sees the game a little different than a, a typical botch ball player. Let me tell you, he has some crazy ideas. Sometimes you're like, okay, let's just roll with it, <laughs> and it works. It works. Yep. Absolutely. It's crazy. It is. I mean, the guy's good. Got to say, calls a good game. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so, Chris, you want to ask, uh, I was going to ask memorable. 
memorable uh, yeah, moment. Before that, so Mike, we have one question that we always end with, and it's your most memorable uh, bocce moment, which we might have touched on at the tournament. I, I can't remember. Uh, but before that, did you have anything that you wanted to add or talk about before we finish up here? No, uh, no. I just wanted to add that, you know, I like I like the fact that you guys have like made the game, you know, brought technology to the game with the with the cameras and stuff. And I love that. You yeah. know, you you got those bits on, you know, Instagram and Facebook. I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, that's something I always, you know, we lacked mm-hmm. or I lacked. You know, I love talking on the microphone. You guys know that. And <laughs> What you guys do is just a whole nother dimension that I, I really love. I love the fact that, you know, for the high stakes, you guys are going to be there and you're going to be filming. I mean, it just brings a whole nother perspective and puts it out there. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I got, you know, the Altos group on Facebook, a couple thousand followers or friends, whatever you want to call them. And you'd be surprised, man, the people that, you know, you don't know until you see them on the street. And they're like, oh, my God, I saw that game. You know, I think, you know, that that. I just want to comment on it and say, that's awesome. You know, and, you know, meeting you guys and becoming friends has just been, uh, it's been nice. We, you know, I appreciate it. Definitely, man. We appreciate that. We, um, we actually invested in some more equipment here. Anthony, uh, looked into it and, and the streaming that we're going to do is, is going to be even better. And as you mentioned, you like being on the mic. We obviously, if you're playing, you can't call games, but if this weekend, if an opportunity presents itself, we would love to have you, uh, you know, live stream one of our events. We'll give you a microphone and, and go from there. Yep. Oh, I love it. Yeah. As long obviously, as that- I can't be yelling and screaming, you know, like at this one. <laughs> as long as that country music Maybe. isn't blaring at Jerry's. We'll see. Depends who we're playing. Yeah, right, right. That's funny. Warfare. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so your favorite bocce moment. It could be really anything, a, a particular game, a particular shot. Uh, you know, obviously the tournament that you run in honor of your brother is very special to you. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it was definitely winning winning the tournament, uh, my brother's tournament with uh, Anthony Oveni and um, Anthony Oveni and uh, Dennis you know, mm-hmm. we won a couple of them. Uh, one, one, the first one with Triv and Dennis, and you know, those are special. Those are, you know, the best because I, you know, went 11 years playing basketball. I just couldn't get it done. Mm-hmm. And I was beginning to think, man, I could never win this in my, you know, just my brother's term. I can't win it. Right. In basketball, you know, somehow I got like the guy who was six eight every year, and I couldn't <laughs> win it. <laughs> Us, us Italians have problems with uh, people with height. Out of the hat. Yeah. Out of the hat, too. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, winning my brother's tournament was definitely the best for me. Yeah. It was probably extra special because you didn't win it, you know, initially, right? So to finally get over that hump makes it even better, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, that's 100% correct, yep. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. All right. Well, Mike, we obviously appreciate it, man. We've, we've loved meeting you over the, the last year, and I you know, know we've said we wanted to get you on. I think this was the perfect time, right before the high stakes. And uh, this is also our one-year anniversary episode. I'd pretty much say we started last October, and uh, so special episode, Chipolo, having you on for the one year. 100%. 
We want to. Hey, I appreciate. It. Thank you. Thank you for saying my name right. Not too many people do that. Um, but <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I can't wait for this week. I'm looking forward to it. One hundred percent. So we'll see you Saturday. What, what time do you play, Mike? Eight in the morning. Okay. Rise Ooh. and shine, baby. Yeah, rise and shine. All right, Mike. Yep. First game. First game. You know, there's two first games, so we're one of the two. All so. right. Well, we'll be there for it, man. Thanks again for hopping on. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Salute. Take care. Salute. Thanks, Mike. See ya. Lasciate mi cantare con la chitarra in mano. Lasciatemi cantare, sono un italiano. Buongiorno Italia, gli spaghetti al dente, e un partigiano come presidente, con l'autoradio sempre nella mano destra, un canarino sopra la fine.